Welcome to the latest edition of the OmniTalk Spotlight Series, where we highlight the people, the companies, and the technologies that are changing the future of retail. Today, as part of a two-part series, exploring what we at OmniTalk have called one of the most innovative retailers in America, we are turning our spotlight on Sam's Club. We are joined today by Sam's Club Senior Vice President and Chief Product Officer, Eddie Garcia. Eddie, welcome to the show. Chris. Uh, good to see you. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. I've been wanting to do this for a while, followed you guys for a really long time. I imagine there's a ton we can get into, and probably I can walk out on here talking to you as well. Been a longtime fan of yours. Ever since I visited uh, the Sam's Club Now store down in Texas at the early part of last year, I've been really impressed with what you guys have been doing. But before we get into that, why don't we start with you? Let's put the spotlight on you a little bit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, and then I'd love to hear a little bit more about the exact job and responsibilities uh, of your role. Well, Chris, I've, I've been shipping software and technology for a long time. <laughs> uh, I've worked across big companies, small companies, startups, Hewlett Packard, eBay, Travel Zoo, uh, a couple startups, as I mentioned. Okay. And so for the past five years or so, I've been part of Sam's Club. And today I'm the chief product officer leading product management and user experience for the company. And what the hell does that all mean? What is what is chief product officer in today's day and age for a retailer, especially with this divide of e-commerce and stores? How do you think about product management theory uh, in this new landscape? Well, it's funny because we always have to remind our colleagues uh, right. that are part of the traditional merchandising organization, hey, product, they're not the physical items and the physical skews. So what we mean by that is, we build and, and think about the end-to-end -end experience. Um, and we don't have these silos of thinking of e-commerce separate from the stores. We really think holistically from the, the member's point of view, ultimately. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, and our scope traverses everything from the site, mobile apps, uh, to the club experience and all the technology in the club experience, to the supply chain, to even the, the home office and back office technology that enables our merchants and finance partners and marketers to succeed. Um, so we really look at it soup to nuts. And are you in charge of all of that then? That full product might really, wow. Okay, that's yeah, impressive. That's right. Wow. And, so and I think that's part, that, that's part of the secret sauce, right? Okay, because yeah. Because you've got to think of this end to end completely. Um, it's easy to go astray if you're if you just have a technology team focused on a website and a separate team looking at the in club experience. You know, customers and, and in our case, members they don't care. They traverse these things seamlessly and, and with fluidity, and and we're trying to meet them there and deliver the best experience that we can. Uh, this is why I love doing this job. And so, like that to me, that's almost the except. Would you say that's the exception or that's the rule in terms of how retailers are thinking about this? Or is this, this uniquely kind of Sam's club or as part of Walmart? Like, is this unique to you guys? How, how prevalent is it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I, I can't speak to that. Uh, what I can say is, you know, Walmart, Walmart also has a, a, a similar model. They're moving in that direction. Moving in the direction. Uh, yeah. And, and we've had this at Sam's club for, for about two years now. Okay. Uh, and, and it's part, it's part of the secret sauce and why we're able to, to innovate at Sam's club the way we have. 
what prompted that? Like, what were some of maybe the lessons learned or things that you could share as I think other retailers grapple with that question? Because we, we agree with you. Uh, this is the right approach that the product in it of itself is almost the Sam's Club brand and how it presents itself to the members, as you described. And so the stores are a piece of that toolkit. E-commerce is a piece of the toolkit. Like, how did you like, sounds easy, but it's not. How did you get there? Well, uh, we have a, we've had an incredible and have an incredible leadership team. And so it started with that alignment um, and really starting with the member and realizing, okay, you can't operate in these silos. Um, so, so really it's been a, a cultural, a part of our cultural DNA at Sam's to operate in this way uh, that, that's been coming for a number of years now. And really, and it started really, is that top down leadership buy-in really essential then? I imagine that was a key piece of it. Was that John Furner at the time? Yeah, at the time it was John. Uh, and even before that, uh, when Ross Brewer uh, was leading Sam's, um, back then we were focused on delivering an omni-channel experience, both traditional e-commerce and order online and pick up. And we started getting traction there. And that earned us the, the credibility and the learning, frankly, to start expanding and going broader and, and even being more holistic. Um, so it wasn't overnight. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, been, it's been an evolution and, uh, and we could always be better and we continue to learn and iterate. What, I'm curious, what did that mean for you? Because like, as I asked your bio, it was a lot of startups, a lot of e-commerce companies, eBay was in there. You know, as you move from kind of that digital sphere to now, okay, what, is, what are the product needs, high level product needs again at a store operational level? How did you acculture yourself to those dynamics and how to sort through all of that as you're, you're piecing together your work day to day? Well, I mean, it, it's really about a team. Um, we have a, a phenomenal team of individuals on the product side, on the engineering side, on the user experience side, and on the business side. Um, one thing we've been very conscious of at Sam's is creating this uh, primordial soup of, of disciplines and talents. You have some very traditional yeah. product managers from technology, but uh, about a year and a half ago, we integrated. Uh, operations teams into the organization as well. And we've made our product managers more, more operationally minded and we've made our operators more technology minded. And out of that, this hybrid is, has been created, um, which really enables us to go fast and meet the member where they need to be. I like that primordial soup. We're going to have to come back to that because I want to definitely touch <laughs> on I want to definitely touch on the balance between, you know, true innovation and then incremental improvements in the product too. I yeah. think that's always a fine balance probably that you're having to, to play as you do your role. All right. So with that kind of as a backdrop, I'm curious, like, so flashback for us, I don't know how many weeks I've lost track of the days. I don't even know what day it is today, but how has what you were doing before changed, if at all, to what you're doing now pre and post COVID? Yeah. I some things have not changed and some things have tremendously changed, obviously. Okay. Um, you know, we, uh, our way of working has fundamentally not changed. We, mm -hmm. You know, we talk about this model of experienced teams mm -hmm. and it's a small, empowered, cross-functional team uh, that owns a given experience and, and we set objectives and we try to push decision-making and, and action as far down as possible to those teams to, to get things done. That has not changed, whether we're in the office or working remotely, like we have been for weeks now. Sure. Um, I think I think I think what has changed is, you know, what what the needs of of the member and our customers are. 
Um, Great point. And you know, we we've attacked we've attacked this with a, a renewed sense of purpose and focus around safety and service. Because that you know, there's a lot going on, but when you distill it down, it's really about those two things. So it's trying to help both our associates uh, and our our members or our customers. Uh, accomplish those two things? How do they shop and work with safety? And how do we provide the, the much needed service people need during these tough times? And to that point, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, I've got to imagine the safety side has been amped up com- completely differently than where it was in the past. Not to say it wasn't a focus, but it's always got to be top of mind, but even more so now. Where are you now then as, a, as the leader of this effort? Where are you tactically kind of focusing your efforts to ensure that, you know, essentially the members can shop as safely as possible and employees can work, I should say, too, as safely as possible? Yeah, you know, we, we were already headed in this direction, but it's given us a renewed sense of focus and purpose to think of the club as an omni-channel fulfillment node. Um, okay. And, and we want to help, help our members shop however they, they want to shop. Uh, and especially in these days, right, they, for example, you know, we very rapidly launched uh, senior hours and at-risk population shopping hours. Um, and, and on top of that, built it with this new concierge service. So we could literally serve someone without them coming into the club and to keep the contact as minimal as possible. Um, we've accelerated our order online and pickup program and we're investing in a better experience there and more capacity there. Um, our e-commerce business is, is more critical than ever right. uh, as, as our communities are staying in shelter and, and need the critical items that they're shopping for delivered at home. So it's just given us a renewed focus uh, to deliver on all of those fronts. So you said something like concierge. What 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 is that? Talk me through that from the mom. I'm curious, actually, probably from two perspectives. What what is a concierge app, concierge shopping, as defined by Sam's Club in the mind of the consumer journey, and then also on the employee side too. But let's take the consumer side first. Yeah, this has been uh, a really inspiring experience to see the team pull this together. Um, we knew we we knew we wanted to create a special shopping experience for our at-risk members. Um, and, and rather than have them come into the club, uh, we know that some of them, especially seniors, um, still haven't adopted ordering online as their primary way of shopping. So we said, well, how do we meet them where they are? Uh, and, the, and the answer was, well, let's just take orders outside uh, at the curbside. Uh, and so whether you've done an order online or you just drive up during those hours, the member will be met by an associate that uh, is in, enabled by an iPad-based app that we built in, in six days. So we went from, from, from six the idea, yeah, we went from the idea to launching this at the entire chain of almost 600 clubs in six days. Was this on uh, the roadmap so, before at all, Eddie? Sorry. Did, at, was it, no, no. No, not way. at all. This is brand new <laughs> six all. days. Okay. All right. Well, not Jesus. at all. Okay. It, it, it went from our partners and, and operations saying, hey, maybe we could do this with paper and just have the top items on a piece of paper. And our experience team heard that and said, you know what, we think we could do better. Uh, and over a weekend, they, they cranked out this, uh, this app that could run on the iPads that we have in all the clubs okay. to take an order, do the pick walk, uh, scan the order as they're taking it, 
and then take it out to the member at the curbside and process the payment. Uh, and, and they pulled it off in this incredibly uh, short amount of time. It's been very cool to see it. And wow. to date, we've, we've served 70,000 members. Uh, that was as of last Thursday. So that number is even bigger because we do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. So the okay. number keeps growing. Oh, interesting. So it's defined days of the week. So Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. Got it. And when did you launch this? Oh, gosh. Uh, I'd have to check on the exact date. It hasn't been more than than three or four weeks ago. Okay, so but seventy. Okay, that's like you cool. said, the, the days the days of working yeah. together in the pandemic. Man. No, but that's amazing. It's seventy thousand. That's a lot already. So okay, so like so just and I'm a nerd, so I like to know how these things work. So basically, so there's a uh, uh, consumer based application that I'm logging into or downloading on my my phone, so to speak, and I drive into the parking lot and I alert a team member to come out and help me. Um, and then what happens there? How am I like, how well, do I let, con- let, let, let me correct, let me correct, Please. Let me correct yeah. you because the, the member doesn't even need to do anything. Oh, okay. You just need to show up. You okay. just drive up. Oh, I the got associate it. I like is it. there with, with the, with the tablet in hand, ready to, to take the order and serve the member. And one of the fast follow-ons we had on this was scanning the membership card through that app and personalizing the ordering experience for that particular member. So, you know, at the very start of the process, when the associate starts taking the order, we'll see the most frequently ordered items from that member. And it really helps reduce friction and speed up the time of service. You know who they are. Yeah. You know who they are. And so uh, our average service time is 16 minutes um, from the time the member pulls up and starts engaging with the associate to the time they've paid and are ready to go home. It's, I want to, and I want to press you here even more on this too, because I think having someone with your unique purview is really special. And I want people to understand all the dynamics that go into this as they're trying to figure out the answers to these questions right now that are really important for everyone to figure out the answers to. So then as the consumer, as I pull up, then is there, is it like designated parking spaces? Is it, am I geolocated? Like how am I, how is it easy for me to see that this is what I do when I get there, I start giving the order to the Sam's Club employee to then, you know, go find it for me. How, how does that all work? We, yeah, we, we have designated spots uh, yeah. for the concierge service, um, which we also use for our curbside pickup where, where the club has curbside pickup. Sure. Uh, but it's very clearly labeled. It's very clearly signed out. Uh, again, this is the power of the experience team because we had, we had the, the marketing team sitting alongside the group all from day one. And we were able to deploy signage and, and paint creative treatments and everything uh, as rapidly as we're doing the technology. Yeah, it's just, I think it's really important. Like, I didn't expect to go there with this, but like we always talk about great product design is the blend of the human, the digital, and the physical elements that are required to bring it off. And I think if you listen back to that conversation, we just had all three of those are in there and you're seeing, you know, to the tune of almost 100,000 people already using this in a, in a short period of time. Amen. And let's hope more too, because gosh, it's probably a safer way, especially for that population to shop. Um, all right. One of the big things I have to ask you about is of course, scan and go technology. You guys have been on the front end of this for a really long time. Like one of the things I didn't know, you guys have been doing scan and go technology since 2016. Talk to us about that. Like why scan and go, where is it emphasized now in terms of everything that's going on? Um, and then I'd love to talk about Sam's Club now in more detail too. Yeah. 
Uh, we're really proud of, of Scan and Go. And like you said, we've been on the journey uh, since 2016. And, you know, like, like much innovation, it starts off with a few individuals that are, are closest to the, to the ground or the working environment. So it was a couple engineers with a product person who had this idea of what if we, what if we create a completely self-contained checkout experience on, on the phone? And so you could use your app to scan, to pay, and just go straight to the exit. Uh, and really uh, ahead of the pandemic, it's enabled us to have a, a contact-free shopping experience at scale at the chain. Um, and it, it, it's been fantastic. And of course you learn all the time and, and you iterate on it and you make it better. Uh, we went from a standalone app to merging it into our core Sam's Club application. So it's a single offering uh, for our members. Uh, we added the, the ability to buy alcohol, which as you can imagine, a lot of fans of that. Uh, you guys can buy alcohol with it, it now? Yeah, you, you can now buy alcohol. Uh, for, for, for since last year, you could buy alcohol. Uh, wow. Scan and go. I just had, a reason uh, I said that is I had this like horrible experience where I ordered alcohol for delivery, and I was like, oh crap! I still have to hand the guy my ID. Like I was like, Jesus, we need to figure that out too. But it sounds like you guys already have. So kudos on that. Well, and we're and we're and, and, and we're compliant with with uh, with the regulatory environment on that, and we do have to check ID at the exit with with Scan and Go. Uh, but it's contact free and, and all the uh, exit associate needs to see is the ID and then they scan the QR code on the member's phone and they're done and, and you could go home. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it, it's been an amazing journey for us. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and again, a safer way to shop too, especially at this, at this time that we find ourselves. Yeah. How did, how did Sam's club now play into kind of the further refinement and understanding of, of how scan and go shopping works and maybe spend a few seconds on saying exactly what that is for those that aren't familiar. Yeah. Sam's club now is a retail test lab uh, that we have in the lower Greenville neighborhood near Dallas or as part of Dallas. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place to experiment for us. And so early on, uh, when we launched Sam's Club now, one of our fundamental premises were we're going to make it a 100% mobile shopping experience. So you will not find cash registers at Sam's Club now. It's all based on, on the app uh, to shop it. And uh, we continue to leverage now as a place to play and experiment and try to find innovation. Concierge, which we talked about earlier, now uh, was one of the initial clubs where we launched it. It was. And we, our, our associates there are, are now, they've now built this muscle, Chris, mm -hmm. of adopting new technology, of providing feedback, of, of really being part of the development team to build these solutions. So we learn a ton from, uh, from new ideas that we launch at Sam's Club now, um, like Concierge. Uh, the other one that I think you might know about is uh, using computer vision yep. in scan and go uh to scan items without having to look for the barcode uh is that just pilot at sam's club now so that's just at sam's club now so that part's not yeah. national i actually did have that question um that's that's a super geek question but i was curious about that okay keep asking the geek questions <laughs> you got it. uh it, it it's uh it's just it now because we're still we're still in the in the learning mode we're training our computer vision models um and we're trying to craft a great 
seamless experience and that takes iteration. Uh, and now is a great place to do that. Yeah, interesting. Now I heard rumors that, like, it's interesting, let me back up. I mean, I think it's interesting that you guys have essentially created this almost petri dish cauldron of experimentation to just try to run new things. And even as we touched on it there, you can see why that's enabled you to go fast with concierge shopping too, because like you said, you've been working, you've been working this muscle. I heard rumors. Is it true that like the developers live in Airbnbs, like right next to the site and they're like, you know, all just living and trying to make this stuff happen as quickly as possible. Is that part of the law? That is true. It is. Okay. That is absolutely true. Um, you know, they're not there now, but right, right, right. we were initially launching. <laughs> no one's in an Airbnb. Initially launching. Yeah. They're not stuck in quarantining <laughs> in an Airbnb. Uh, we, we got a, we got a house uh, less than a block away from the club and we had the, the developers uh, staying there and we, we took over the dining room uh, as, as our conference room. And we had, you know, the coding was happening there and we could easily quickly walk back and forth to the club to see if the build got deployed right, to test it, to learn, to talk to members and associates. It was, it was very cool and very fun to go, to go through that, that journey. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That totally, that'd be like my dream. Um, all right, so I got to ask you this. Scan and go. I've been recently on Forbes. I've been out saying like more people have to rush towards this. Now is the time. If you know, if COVID nineteen does anything, it gives every retailer almost an experimentation hall pass, as we've almost been talking about here. What are some of the? I want to let's. I'm trying to figure out the right word here. Maybe it's environmental conditions. But what are the conditions that allow you guys to be successful with it? to the point where you've had it in operation for four years, where I still get angry emails from people on social media telling me how stupid an idea it is because of all the negative economic repercussions. Why can you guys make it work then? I'll tell you, uh, we have a culture of, uh, of continuous learning and experimentation. And it's a cliche, but it's true. You know, we're willing to fail. We're willing to try something and not have it work. And we'll, we'll pivot or we'll stop it if it's not working. And that, those cultural dynamics um, led us to be able to do scan and go and to scale it as quickly as we can. You know, Chris, one of my favorite moments was sitting in, in a leadership meeting and hearing our chief operator pressing us and pushing us to be aggressive with scan and go. Right. Which almost uh, and, never happens. <laughs> and so, yeah, exactly. When, when technology is trying to insert itself uh, and, and push into an organization, that's hard from a yeah. change management perspective. When your partners are pulling you and wanting to embrace it and, yeah. and driving it themselves, that's when magic really happens. And, and we've had that at Sam's Club. The one you need, you, the one you need thing too, that I've always wanted to ask somebody in your position as well is, and it, let's go back to kind of experience design theory again, blend digital, physical, uh, and human. How much does the controlled entry and exit play into the success factors of, of what scan and go can be for a retailer, which I think is an importantly germane question for COVID right now, where traffic metering is so in place. Is that yeah. a vital piece or am I maybe overstating the, the, the importance of that? No, it, it is an important piece. That, that's, okay. that's a smart observation. Um, you know, it, obviously it, it helps with in COVID and metering uh, density of, of our members inside the club, but it, it just really helps us manage the process uh, really at exit uh, mm -hmm. more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause ultimately mm -hmm. you do want to, you do need to, to complete the transaction 
and we scan, uh, the, like I said, we scan the QR code on the app to, right. to complete uh, the scan and go experience and let that member get, go, go on their way. Uh, so yeah, it's important, very important. Got it. Makes sense. Good to know. I've always wanted to ask. I've always wanted to ask you that. Actually, I've just never had the chance before. So that's good. That's good to know. And I've seen you guys do that kind of approach in other experimentation. I think up in Canada is a, you know a similar approach too. But I think it's good. It's good for a roadmap. It's a good roadmap for retailers to know the types of things they got to look at right specifically right now. Um, all right, I got to ask you this too, and then we can get you out of here on our how millennial are you game. But I got to ask you from your position. You're saying everything that we believe, everything we've been writing about vociferously for two and a half, three years. In your opinion, what are some of the foundational elements that allow us to bridge that gap between physical and digital? Like that have been in, have, that have enabled you to move flexibly and fast. I know you've talked about team, but now get a more maybe a little more engineering based here. What are some of the other core elements that have to be in play for you to keep moving to this degree? Well, I'll first say a non-technical answer, okay. and then I'll get into the technology. Uh, you've got to align incentives. Hmm. Uh, so if, if your organization is incented to embrace the member regardless of how they're shopping, whether that's online or in a physical store mm -hmm. or club, yeah, that moves mountains. So that's really important. Now, on the technology side, uh, we you got to build the, 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 the foundational pieces. It's almost like a Lego, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason why concierge, we were able to ship that in six days, we built it on top and using the foundational pieces of, of scan and go and other technology we have at Walmart. So it's service-based architecture. And the fact that we we're able to plug into Walmart's cloud powered checkout solution to build it into our membership platform that's already on the cloud that 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 helps your development process move along much faster uh and you could build these great experiences just stacking the legos together so man you just so basically cloud real-time pos that's that's the fundamental thing like you have to have that if you're going to be able to stay malleable and adjust to everything that's happening that's yeah absolutely that's awesome dude that I love that guy. That's so great. So, so validating too. I feel so good sitting here right now. It's awesome. Um, all right, man. Well, let me try to think, uh, I got to get you out of here on this. All right. Got to get you out of here on our favorite game, which is how millennial are you? Are you ready for it? I'm so millennial. Let's do this, man. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> hey man, you're concierge shopping and scan and go shopping. All right. So this is perfect. Perfect question. When the option is available, and let's let's pretend we're still in like normal times, although it's hard to even know what that is anymore. When the option is available, let's say you're at the grocery store and you're paying, are you pulling out some type of mobile payment, say, you know, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Walmart Pay, or are you pulling out a credit card? You need harder questions. I know, this man. Is stone, this is a stone cold lock. You pull out the mobile device. You pay with mobile payments. Exactly right. Now, do you have an iPhone? Some people, some people pull out the iPhone. You do. I knew you did. I, knew you did. I got, I got an iPhone. iPhone. Or what iPhone about guy. the watch? That's the other one. That's the other one. We yeah, I don't. I have to say, I don't use the watch to pay very much. Mm -hmm. uh, I will use my phone. Uh, I would love to not have to enter a PIN, uh, so that it's truly contactless. But yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty. It's it's pretty magical. I have to say. Uh, and, and we're embracing mobile payments through scan and go and, and concierge and other things we're working on. 
So uh, yeah, it's a, that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's a layup. You'd be surprised though. Like I'll interview a lot of uh, different tech company CEOs about their technology and it'll be very germane to some of these questions. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm still doing it the old way. And I'm like, what? <laughs> How's that not work? Good. No, <laughs> not good. All right. No, which is a good tell sometimes. All right. Number two, how many food, how much food, how many times have you ordered food or drinks through a mobile app uh, in the last week? And also maybe what was your run rate before all this happened? I. Well, uh, we order a hundred percent, all of it. I can't even tell you the number of times it's, it's all of it. So you're like a uh, shut in right use, now. <laughs> yeah, it is. 100%. Uh, we use Walmart grocery. Okay. Uh, we use Instacart. We use good eggs. We use, uh, all the above. Um, and, uh, it's, it's where, it's where the, it's where the customer's going. And for us personally, uh, it saves a lot of time. And it's a great experience. And you know what? I got to give a shout out. I got to give a shout out. Yeah. I'm talking about this. Yeah, yeah. To to the the folks on the front lines out there, to our associates working in the clubs, in our Walmart stores, doing grocery home delivery. These people are amazing, man. Uh, yeah. And 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 the fact that they're keeping America fed and taken care of is. Uh, I tell whenever I'm I'm on a call with the field, I tell them it's an honor to talk to you guys. Yeah. Um, totally. So huge shout out to that, to, to those critical people in, in the process. No, I totally, having been a store manager and district manager myself, I always say, I mean, it, there's not, there's so much empathy goes out because almost every day, the way I've been describing it every day, if, if you worked in that business, it's every day is like black Friday for those guys right now. Every day is new and it's a challenge and probably with more anxiety too. And that's not easy what they're working through. All right, so final question. This one's not a layup, but I have no idea which direction you're going to take this one. If you could only use one social app, what would it be and why? That I, my answer has changed dramatically in uh, while we stay in shelter here. Okay. Uh, and it's one and it's one word, man. DJ D nice. <laughs> DJ D nice spins live on Instagram all the time. I mean, oh my God. doesn't sleep. And so there's not a meal that I'm cooking for the family here at home, uh, where I don't pop that on. And often there's, there's a live DJ spinning music. Um, it really helps us get through these times and it gets us moving and appreciating great music. So I have to say I've, I've, I've shifted hard towards IG uh, have you, during this time because of the live music event. Because of that. Wow. We've heard Instagram a lot, but we have not heard that specific angle before. So kudos to you on that one, my friend. All right. That was amazing. Man, when this gets that, old. That's pretty millennial. That's a pretty millennial. Pretty idea. damn millennial. Yeah. Almost Gen Z. <laughs> you might be Gen Z in it on that one. It's pretty good. God, man, when this gets over, hopefully we can meet up in person sometime. But hey, I'm curious, maybe like final question here what's on the roadmap? Like what's next? I mean, it, this stuff's, you know, it's imperfect information. It's changing by the minute kind of what's on your, what's on your roadmap here as, as, as the rest of 2020 kind of plays out. Well, we're going to, we're going to keep going hard after serving our member where they want to be, which is to shop with, with safety and with a high bar of service. And so we've got, we've got uh, to continue investing in the foundation and a better experience and pick up in e-commerce, in shopping with mobile devices, with as little contact as possible. So we're going to keep going hard after those things. 
Um, we're also going to be continuing on our journey to integrate, you know, machine learning and, and AI into our experience so that mm-hmm. we could deliver better personalization and get the right items to the right person at the right time. Um, it's fun because these are the basics of retail, but we could, we could completely reinvent them mm-hmm. uh, with new technology. And, uh, and we'll continue on that journey. And I look forward to future discussions of the latest stuff we've shipped out of Sam's Club Tech. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, well, hey, if people, especially I think on the concierge side of things, like concierge scan and go, if actual consumers are listening to this and or, or reading about this, whatever we decide to do with it here at Omnitalk, how can they learn more about how to actually use that app and to use that service? Because that's what I actually care more about than anything right now. What can they do? Where should they go? Yeah, you could read about concierge and everything else we're doing uh, to serve our members during COVID at corporate.samsclub.com. But if you don't remember the URL, you could also go to our site and there should be a link right beneath our header that shows uh, special services, including concierge that we're providing during COVID. And you can find that and learn more. Awesome. awesome. Oh, and by the way, and download the Sam's Club app too. That's how you could get Scan and Go. And then you can get that right away. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Well, hey, man, thank you so much for doing this. That was an absolute blast. God, I feel like I could talk to you for about another hour or two. Uh, But that that was great. And I really appreciate you taking the time too, especially because I know how busy you are and I know how fast you guys are working too. But again, for everyone listening, this is Eddie Garcia, the Senior Vice President and Chief Product Officer at Sam's Club. Eddie, again, thanks so much for being on the show. On behalf of Eddie, And to all of you out there, as I say all the time, and it's never more important than right now, be careful out there.